everybody likes guns. They just don't know it. Deep inside of the soul, there's a cowboy trying to get out. Welcome to New Shooter Canada. Please remember that the show's content and word pronunciation is simply the opinion of the hosts and their guests. Hello and welcome to New Shooter Canada, episode 207. I am one of your hosts tonight, Mike, and tonight with me I have Thomas. Hey, Mike. Josh. Hello, Mike. And Amanda. Hi, Mike. Hey, everyone. So why don't we get right on into it. Thomas, since you weren't on our last episode, why don't you tell us what you've been up to lately with guns? Uh, well, we got shut down at work again because of COVID. So like most retailers right now, it's, you know, it's, it's a big, big revenue hit because the range generates a lot of, a lot of cash for the, for the store. So times are very tight and, uh, several of my friends can't even afford their, to renew their memberships right now because they just don't have the money because their people are losing their, their jobs or it's getting worse out there. And, you know, usually with me, if I'm having a bad time or, or something is, is getting me down, uh, a little range time usually helps me refocus my thoughts. It's like uh, my own personal Zen yoga. But uh, and even both my manager and my uh, and Terry suggested that I go to the range to relax after my baby brother killed himself a couple of weeks ago. And I recognized the fact that I was becoming I was really, really extremely distraught and depressed about what, what, what had happened. So um when I was in that, when you're in that state of mind, sometimes people do stupid things. So I decided not to go shooting. I, I just figured, you know what? I'm experiencing different emotions, things I haven't felt before or for a long time. So, you know, maybe it's not a bad idea not to go shooting. And if you read your manual, it's actually in the, in the safety course. It tells you if you're going through bad times, you know, sort of stay away from the range. Um, but I did go after the service. I did go shooting because my, uh, brother and I used to go shooting a lot. So I did went to the, the range afterwards and I, uh, gave myself some closure. And I made a point of going during business hours so I'd have the people around me because, you know, I was, I was still a little upset. And uh, I was luckily, my friend John Murray was there, so I got back after the service and I sat there and I shot for a couple hours and I felt much better. And I'll probably go shooting later on tonight once Terry finishes watching all her NCIS DVDs I got her for Christmas. So, But that's about it. That's all I've done the last couple of weeks. It hasn't been a fun time around here. Yeah, we are very sorry to hear about that, Thomas. Like, yeah, ma- only imagine how hard of a time it is right now. Yeah. yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough. It's getting better, but it's been tough. I'm just really glad that you took the steps that you needed to uh, process and, you know, figure it out before you went back to the range. So I'm really glad you did that. But you also went back to something that centers you. Yeah, so yeah. You need, yeah, you can't stay away you. too far. Well, that's why I mentioned it because, you know, sooner or later, we, we're all going to have something happen in our lives. And owning firearms, we've got a higher responsibility. So if we're, if we're noticed we're not feeling the way that we normally feel, sometimes it's best just to lock them up, put them away, and just stay away for a little while. As I said, you know, just, at least I went back. I, I felt better after I went shooting, at least, on, on after the service, so... And I'll probably go tonight. And one good thing that told oh, before the range got shut down with all this, the, the bullseye leagues started back up. The steel shoots started back up. We'd started back limited rentals. So things were getting really, really good. And then Ford shut us down. So hopefully next month things pick up a little bit and, uh, I can get to work in the range instead of working retail all the time. Cause I don't mind the retail, but it's just not fun like the range is. No, you're yeah. the kind of guy that needs to be teaching people and handling the guns for sure yeah it's, it's a lot more fun like i don't mind the sales you know i meet really good people but it's just i like the adrenaline rush of all the new people coming through all the time the excitement and, and the smell and okay i don't miss the 50 bmg going off but everything else i miss <laughs> <laughs> well you've, you've talked me into spending a lot of money so i mean you're good at it sales are sales are strong <laughs> <laughs> this, this is true I've, I've actually sold josh quite a few things <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? What have you been up to? Uh, just more slow progress on printing the uh, bullet feeder. I'm currently waiting on a motor that I purchased that I didn't realize till after I purchased it. I'm pretty sure it's coming from China because there's like a there's like a month month and a half delivery period. So uh, we'll wait till I get my hands on that and test it out, make sure everything's all good before I continue on that. Besides that, everything's just been slow because of the holidays. Not really much going on here. Josh, how about you? 
Oh gosh, I, I haven't shot a gun in forever. I don't really remember the last time I, well, maybe that uh, rifle challenge that Amanda and Chris and I went to, that's probably the last time I actually shot a gun. Oh wow. But, yeah, it's been a while. Um, I took the girls to the range before Christmas and we just shot their pellet gun. So I guess maybe that counts a little bit, but it wasn't the same thing, <laughs> but they had fun. You did do piece, You did do pistol night. Did we do that once? Yes. Once, maybe once or twice. Yeah, but it's been a while, like way, well before Christmas. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we went. I think two weeks before Christmas. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But then on uh, New Year's Day, uh, Amanda and I walked the archery circuit, and that was pretty relaxing. Uh, first time we've done it in the snow, and um, I think we, I think we were pretty evenly matched that day. I think we did all right. We didn't lose any arrows, and everything, everything at least hit the block, so that was good. So I got to ask. Josh, I had one. I got. I got to ask. Did the girls get the pellet guns for Christmas? No, no. I've had one for a while that we just take out every now and then. Okay. Um, I actually got them. I actually got them little bows and arrows, uh, little little ch- uh, child-sized uh, bows this year for Christmas. So, oh, excellent. Um, yeah, looking forward to getting them out. I haven't taken them outside with them yet. I've got a little target in the basement that we've been practicing on. Um, <laughs> once they can consistently hit it, we can go outside with it. I just don't want to lose them in the snow. <laughs> so. Yeah, they get expensive. But, uh, yeah. yeah. How far are they? Uh, they shooting from? Uh, we're just at like I don't know eight yards. Eight yards, yeah. Yeah, it's probably my skill level too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and to the the weight of the bows, I mean, the, some sometimes the arrows are just bouncing off, so they're not even penetrating all the time. So, um, yeah, but it's it's fun. They're getting the, the the idea of it, right? So yeah, I imagine uh, the arrow they don't have enough force to bounce back to you if they don't stick. No, no, no. Okay. No, they just kind of bounce off the target and hit the yeah. side. I'm just thinking of my... About, sorry, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, it just reminds me of playing darts. And, like, if you hit board, sometimes they bounce back and they come all <laughs> the way back. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Hopefully. Yeah. So have yeah. they been shooting since I helped them out with their first shots or not? No, no, we've just done that that one, one session. Oh, okay, well, that was a lot closer than eight yards. Yeah, I guess that so. Was- yeah. That was more like three yards. <laughs> but... <laughs> we, have the, we have the ability to go to eight yards at least. <laughs> yes, so. we do. Yes, yeah. we do. Uh, but we were just focusing on uh, their posture for the most part and pointing in the right direction. So that was a lot of fun. That's good. Mm-hmm. What else did you get up to, Amanda? Oh, well, like Josh said, we did a tour through the archery circuit. Um, we're still keeping our outdoor range open as well as the archery circuit. So got to get myself out there though. Uh, I need to do a really good clean of my gun soon, but right now I'm in the middle of like purging my entire house. So as soon as I get around there, I, I will get some time, but this week I have no kids so I can make a trip down there. So fingers crossed, but that's it. That's good. All right, well, tonight's main topic is uh, New Year's resolutions. So why don't we just start off with uh, what were your your resolutions for last year, Thomas? We go, th- we go through this every year. <laughs> I, I, I know, and I know what yours are, but we've never, we've, we've never really talked to Josh and Amanda. I mean, most people can probably guess what mine are going to be. But we've never talked to Josh and Amanda and gotten a perspective of, like, what, what they want to get out of next year's shooting. Which is and important. And I don't know what Thomas Thomas's was, so you have to enlighten me. Come on, now. I make the same New Year's resolution every year. Um, in 1986, I made a, revolu- a, revolution, a resolution to quit drinking. And my dry date for staying sober is January 1st. So every my only resolution I make every year is another year sober. That's all I look at. That's that's what it is to me. That's I don't make plans for future events or training or anything like that. I treat uh, New Year's Day as, as a sobriety thing for me. That's just the way I do it. Well, congratulations. That's it's good. worked. This, yes. um, actually, my sponsor gave me the wrong thing. She says I have 34 years. I'm pretty sure I only have 33, but I'll have to check. Maybe, maybe I skipped a year someplace. This would have been your 34th year if you quit in 86. Yeah. So I'm in, yeah, so I'm into my 34th year. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Josh, how about yours? Well, I kind of got into it in the next topic, um, my big write-up. 
All right. Well, we can, did you achieve your you. achieve your goals, and what what have you did? What would you do differently? I kind of wrote it all up there. So, all right, <laughs> we can come back then. Amanda, how about you? Um. So, like Thomas, I don't really set anything major, but I I had a big revolution, obviously, going through my separation. So, I was uh, focusing on developing my personal hobbies, uh, adjust to a new lifestyle as a single parent, and focus on mental wellness and self growth. So it was all about me. <laughs> so oh, that's kind good. Of, yeah, yeah, but I mean that's I needed that. So. And, sh- and shooting was a part of that. A shooting was a part of that, yeah. and I, I get into that a little bit more in our uh, achieving status. So, yeah. and what well, about I, you, Mike? Uh, mine was to uh, get into better shape, which, uh, yep, that pretty much went down the drain <laughs> as COVID and 2020, as wonderful as that was. Um, <laughs> and then I know I ha- I'm sure I had something about switching division to my 627, but I don't exactly remember what it was. So while we go to the next part, uh, did you achieve your 2020 goals and what could you have done differently? Josh, well, since you left us hanging there, why don't you uh, get us started? Well, I had, I had pretty attainable firearm related goals this or last year. Um, I completed the major one prior to the end of the year, just barely. I finally completed my online exam to get my hunting license. So that was something that I kind of started in the spring um, and then finally just got a hold of the, the, the examiner and got it done just uh, a week before Christmas. So. I was, uh, it was a bit of a failure as I didn't get t- any time to do hunting, but to do any real hunting, but at least I've, uh, I've got it. I was a little bit overwhelmed with, with life lately and I just kind of let it slide, but I guess it gives me a good carryover to the 2021 goals. I can, uh, go on my first hunt. So that'll so, be good. So I'm guessing it was all online. It was, everything was online. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of strange uh, with the exam. I don't know if anybody listening has done it, but basically it's just FaceTiming the instructor, and he he reads the entire exam, and he reads all four multiple-choice questions. You need to pay attention and remember which one's which and give them an answer at the end of the question. <laughs> it was kind of kind of difficult, but... Yeah, that's... Because, uh, hmm. you know, usually you get to sit there and kind of, like, look at the answers, and if something's, you know, kind of right, you can kind of think about it. But it was really strange to have to have it all dictated to you. And I, I had a notepad next to me, and I was trying to write down what I thought was the best answer as he was speaking. Was it A, B, yeah. and circle back? But I had to make him repeat a few just because it just it's it's uh, just like being on the spot, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I imagine if you're thinking as you said A, you're like, oh, that's kind of right, and you get all the way to D, and you're like, yeah. that's also kind of right, and you're like, wait, what, what was A again? I don't <laughs> even remember. What? what yeah. That's yeah. what we've done in a slideshow kind of formation where it's like why yeah you don't you, get it why couldn't yeah. you give you like a presentation with it and say okay which one do you think it is instead yeah. of reading no, it to it, you yeah it was just me it's just us staring at each other on facetime and him reading it <laughs> oh that that should have been done by zoom and he should have had a presentation ready well, you could have been uh, a very in small instructor in the, in the middle of nowhere in mitchell ontario yeah. so you know you never know <laughs> just you know he may not have it exactly (laughs) i'm just saying for fairness that's all because if you had went to an exam you would have had been able to read the questions like he said either that or give him some leniency that's why i said something because i think it's it's funny that he he got read to it instead of actually just uh, maybe yeah image being posted i had had no idea what it was going to be like i was okay what do i do he's like well answer my call so i did and that's what we did (laughs) oh my goodness maybe was he an older gentleman uh yep yeah, he's probably in his fifties, sixties. That that is old. <laughs> yeah, a lot of us old guys don't use computers, you know. My dad would cut you over the head if you were to say that. <laughs> I'm, old, I'm older than your dad, probably. Comment. So. <laughs> but uh, that was, you know, that was one that I that I had and I achieved. So that was one good one, even with all of uh, all of COVID and everything going on. But I, I really, really wanted to shoot a, a maple seed. But uh, with COVID, everything kind of got wacky. It got pushed off, and then they jammed all the courses in, and they were either too far away or sold out too fast, and didn't get a chance to do that. Um, at the end of last, at the end of uh, 2019, I I bought my Remington 1100, and I hoped that I was going to be able to get out and shoot some more clays. But uh, with COVID again, there was no public events at the club that I had gone to before, and uh, I wasn't really a welcome guest anywhere either with everybody's restrictions. So couldn't really do much with that. So hopefully, hopefully next year. But that's uh, that's about it as far as my my uh, previous goals and what I achieved. 
Uh, does your club not have a trap or skate range? We don't. That's the only thing we don't have. We don't have enough space for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, could bring, I could bring my shotgun and, and do some patterning, but that's all I can do. Yeah. So. What about you, Amanda? Well, as much as I did continue to grow in my hobbies, uh, especially focusing on guns, uh, it was hard to manage during the pandemic as I couldn't shoot as much as I wanted to. But I think the range opened up in May. So basically, I got my membership in January and then we shut down by March. And I think it was end of May, beginning of June. And then, of course, crazy summer happened. But, I mean, I, that's when I started to go out a lot more by myself. And I started to participate in events and bullseye nights. And I was really happy that I got myself out there. And I was really enjoying myself. And I'm a lot more comfortable with my own firearms now. So, But I did notice that I did not spend a lot of time on archery at all. So, uh, you know, but it was really cool becoming a part of this podcast because it was a different twist on my hobby but it also included a lot of different factors like socializing and debating with others and educating myself uh through you guys so it's been that was kind of a a neat tidbit that happened this year and i'm very excited to be a part of uh but I, i think we can all say that the pandemic has caused a lot of hold up on obstacles for almost all avenues so at least in my life it did uh, parenting and mental wellness were challenged a lot. Um, so I made sure to uh, have my support with me uh, of people to talk to during that time because it was a whole new world working with kids alone um, and you know, not seeing anybody. Uh, but my ex was an excellent co-parent in that time. So, you know, he helped me out whenever he could. And I just decided to do things for myself to kind of boost myself up. And it was really hard in that like first, I'm going to say month and a half, two months. That was the worst part of it. It was like six to eight weeks. I don't know about you guys, but that, that really slumped me down. I was definitely eating a lot of food and laying in bed a lot. <laughs> just going, Ugh, Ice cream. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. It was just, it was, it wasn't a, a pretty sight at all, but I didn't let it get the better of me. So I have to say I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I we, think that was. And now we're doing it all again. Yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely weren't alone in that first six weeks and everyone kind of getting in that slump there. Well, I, think, mm-hmm. I, think, I think you brought up a good point, like, especially right now. It's important that you that you have someone to talk to, a support person of some, of some type. Because right now, because um, I was talking earlier about addictions, there are no meetings for anybody. There's no. no, there's no 12-step meetings. There's no mental health meetings. There's nothing right now. So if people are in a real bad state. So you know, if you need to talk, somebody reach out and contact somebody because this is a really bad time here for everybody traditionally. So like, don't be afraid to reach out to touch somebody, to touch somebody, to talk to somebody if you feel like you need it. Because <laughs> are they not yeah. running online meetings? Uh, the individual groups are, but you have to really be a member of the group to get into the, into the meetings because it's Those new people wouldn't have that access. Yeah, they could, I'm sure they could go. I'm sure if they contact the head offices, for, I got to watch what I say because you're not supposed to say certain things on radio, press and television. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm sure the individual groups, if you go into the phone book, one of the groups were in the first page, but there's other groups in there and just contact them to see if they are having virtual meetings. But sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's a mental health issue, uh, virtual meetings just don't do it. Sometimes people really need that that one-on-one. No. So. Well, I will say I have um, particular family members, and I won't say who they are, but they have actually had online therapy, like one-on-one therapy. And I know it's not the same as being in person, but I know that if they didn't have that, it would be chaos, absolute chaos. For you them. still, you still and need I'm, somebody to reach out to talk to. So yeah, there's nothing absolutely. wrong with going for any type of online treatment if you need it. But don't, don't, don't feel afraid to reach out. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. What about you, Mike? Uh, well, my goal to get in better shape was going well in the beginning of 2020. I was losing weight, working out multiple times a week at the gym um, that I became a member at. And when COVID started, I 
pretty much stopped completely. Um, you know, like you said, eating went, uh, the bad habit of eating, overeating, I should say, really kicked in in the first few weeks. Um, like I said, the gym shut down. It actually never reopened. I know other people's gyms did. Mine never did. So I never got back into the uh, habit of working out again. Um, so I actually finished this year in one of the worst conditions I've ever been in, um, which as I wrote this, I realized how bad it was. And that's why now I really got to double my effort to get into a better, become healthier, right? It's not just about what the, the scale says. It's also about how I feel. So got to get that all in check. Um, I agree and, with you there. <laughs> yeah. Amanda and I were just talking the other day about how when we got slight, uh, tobogganing with the kids, how out of shape I felt going up the hill and down the hill. It was just, it was awful. I almost died. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. It was brutal. Feel the pain. Yeah. Just, just walking up a hill. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. It's that, what's that meme, something like that, where you, you walk up the stairs and you're trying to cover up how like out of breath you are to everyone else around <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on the shooting front, I did purchase uh, a few books that did help transform my dry fire. Um, it also helped change how I think about myself and my training and uh, with all the goals, becoming a better competitive shooter with a revolver. That's good. Yeah. Um, so what are your New Year's goals for 2021? Thomas, I could take a guess at yours. Same. They haven't they haven't changed. <laughs> yep. It's, it's a good goal. Well, what I did last year, I actually decided to be more active, so that's my goal right now too. But with all the everything shut down, it's. But I still have people that I help by by phone mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, it's tough. So are now. you a, you're, you're a sponsor for people? Yeah, or I'm or sponsoring not? a couple of people. Yeah. Oh, good that's for good. you. And I even after all these years, um, when my brother passed, I went and spoke to my sponsors. So you know, we all need someone to talk to, right? Absolutely. You need to reach out. So if anything, I would continue doing that as well, right? Not only just not to be uh, keeping yourself sober, but, you know, keeping other people from uh, going to I'm one of the few, usually depending on the groups that you join, um, you usually don't get a sponsor from the opposite gender. Usually guys always get guys and girls always get girls. Um, My sponsor is an older lady. And she lives a block from here, and she comes over and checks up on me a couple times a week. Just come knock on my door, just to make sure I'm okay. So it's Aww. nice having a friend that close checking up on you. I love that. Oh, I love she's that a sweetheart, a sweet, sweet, sweet lady. Oh, it makes me happy. So we can't invite her in the house because of COVID. So she knocks on the door, steps back, got her mask on. <laughs> but, but she will give me a hug though, so which is sweet. That's yeah. good. So Amanda. What are your uh, what are your New Year's resolutions for 2021? Well, uh, purge, purge, and more purging. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of unfinished business in my house, to be honest, and I want to get it out of my house and reorganize my life a little bit more. I found that I was on a good roll in the beginning of the year because you know big change, but then I would say again with COVID, and then but then getting back to work and finding that new routine, I found like things were kind of sliding off and now Christmas came and that was chaotic and it was there was just a lot going on there so I want to fix that up uh, I want to continue to work on my mental wellness and uh, more time on archery and guns and complete some more licensing for my job so okay. yeah it's gonna be a busy year yeah and those sound like all very attainable drills goals too Oh, I hope so. Yeah. How about you, Josh? Well, I think uh, I think this year I, I want to be a yes man. If he a did. friend says to you, yeah, if a friend says to you, hey, let's try this or you should do that, just do it. In my past, I've let fear and my nerves prevent me from getting out and trying something new. Uh, so I think, you know, this year, unless it's cost prohibitive, why say no, right? Just get out there and do it. If you don't have the right gun or right gun use what you have or you know you can just borrow somebody's um i know when i went when i went trap shooting for the first time i i used my single shot cooey and everybody was chirping me but it doesn't matter i got out and tried it and it was good and i felt really good when i was done so good and you you don't always know what you need until you get out and try it either so it's good to 
good to just get out there with whatever you have. Um, what I've learned uh, getting out there in the world is uh, is that there's always someone better and a few upper level or upper level competitors or over competitive people like Mike, but the majority, <laughs> uh, the majority are just like me, and I've always left with a sense of accomplishment and well being. So in that vein, I've signed up for my first IDPA match. Awesome. Yeah, the Ragnarok guys uh, with Ragnarok guys in Guelph. Um, so as long as lockdown doesn't screw this up, um, I think it's on the 24th right now. So I don't know what's going to happen, if it's going to go or not. But I, I signed up and I'm squatted. So I just took the plunge. I'm, I'm pretty nervous about that. But I think uh, I think it'll be all right. I mean, it's uh, I think Benny's going to be there and Andrew and Gavin are really great teachers. And they're pretty be, patient. Uh, so you know, Saturday? Yeah, on a sat- oh, no, it's a Sunday. Oh, okay. yeah. So, yeah, Benny said he's going to be working. He's going to be working it. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely going to be yeah. on a Sunday then. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm kind of nervous about it, but I think they're a little bit looser with the rules, right? They, they're just kind of making it their own. So we'll see what that is. So, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I might be an over competitive guy, but if you ever need any help or advice on anything, feel free to reach out. <laughs> I will for sure, definitely. Um, I, I also this year I want to try to shoot that elusive maple seed. Um, want to do an out, outlaw rimfire match. I think that would be really fun. There's one. Uh, there's a guy not too far from me, uh, Chris Tischler at Warren Field. He runs them uh, periodically through the year, so it'd be about an hour's drive away, so not too bad. But I just got to sign up and do it. I'd like to try some more trap. I'd really like to try sporting clays. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um. I want to try to learn some new skills. I have my first online uh, ham radio class this Thursday. Did you wind up looking into that, Mike? Or uh, no, I never had a chance to look into yeah. it. But uh, first class is Thursday, so that'll be good. Um, uh, Ragnarok also has a, a land navigation course that I thought looked pretty cool. So I might uh, get into that later in the year. But just want to take some some time to learn some new skills. I think that would be really good. So. Uh, good. Uh, Aside from that, I, I want to spend some more time with my girls uh, fishing. My oldest really got into it last year. Pretty much every weekend last summer, she was asking to go. So um, the only time we really caught anything was our week up north. So my goal is to find a better, more local fishing spot that's, that we can actually catch something in. But uh, there's, a, there's a small fishing game here in Mitchell, and they have a stocked pond. So I might just break down and get a family membership. And Oh, it's take... not that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just – I don't – I got to – a member of two uh, fishing game clubs or rod and, rod and gun clubs. <laughs> there's, no, there's no guns at this one, just archery and the little fish pond. And it's more of a social social outdoor place than a, than a gun club. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the costs are probably a lot less too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's 70 bucks for a family membership for a year, I think. So oh, it's not a real big deal. Oh, that's more than reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And it's only, you know, five minutes down the road. So that's like a quarter of the price if you took them to Wonderland. Yeah, exactly. But I, I just don't want her to lose interest. So maybe a stock pond is the way to go, right? <laughs> so she can actually yeah. catch something. Well, well, how much did it cost to go to Conestoga when we all went? It was like 15 bucks, I think, for the day. Yeah. Um, you know, and so do that. That's seven visits during the summer. So there you go. Yeah. I, I, I think it'd be a good investment. Yeah. Um. Also, I guess, as I mentioned above, I, I wanted to uh, uh, do my first hunt. So I'm thinking I want to do turkey in the spring. So I'm going to try to get ready, ramped up for that. Uh, um, do you know if, do you still need to do the, uh, like, an extra hunting course for the turkey license? No. They did get They did get rid of that yeah. with the new licensing? Okay. I think about four years yeah. ago they got rid of it. Just go to show how up to date on the hunting regs I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot to know, right? A lot to remember. Different zones, different rules, right? Yeah. But uh, And then finally, to make it all happen, we'll go back a few episodes to Amanda's show about budgets. I need to find a way <laughs> to make all these hobbies work. Um, at this point, I think I have all the gear I need, except for maybe, I don't know, camo for hunting. But I have I have all the guns I need. I just need ammo and Entry fees and tags and equipment, so I think we're I think we're all right. Um, I think Amanda can help you with the budget thing. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Whip, totally whip can. Tape there. Yeah. yeah, probably should have started thinking about this last year, but oh well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's uh, I guess there's quite a few things there, but I think they're I think they're all attainable as long as COVID stays out of the way. So yeah, 
kind of a pesky thorn in our thigh right now. Yeah. Yeah. So my New Year's resolution for 2021, um, get my fitness and health back in order. Um, I want to achieve a minimum rank of master in I-Core and optimistically GM, uh, Grandmaster, but I'm going to try and keep it somewhat realistic and just go for master. Um, <laughs> I'll be happy if I'm just a master. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I, I, know, I know it sounds like con- conceited. Is that the right word for this? But like, I look have. Names, look at these names you give yourselves. <laughs> but like, Wait, Mike wants I to be have, grandmaster. Yeah, right. Grandmaster. I, I have achieved master ranking on some of the classifiers, so I know it's possible. It's just a matter of putting it all together. So. Oh, you yeah. can do it. You can do it. You've been getting Absolutely. the last time in. You've been getting the practice. You've been getting it all in. So, I, I have no doubt yeah. you'll get it. Yeah. Just um, And then with that, I also want to get a classification and IPSEC, um, still technically unclassified, but uh, yeah, I just gotta, I gotta get out to a classifier match at some point in time. IPSEC doesn't seem to run them much, not that I-Core does, but I have a little control over what my I-Core club runs, so I can put them in if I want to. Um, and then I just want to keep reading more books. Uh, I've got on this trend of reading books, like, I never, I stopped reading books, like, as soon as I didn't have to in high school. Even then, I barely read the book in high school so i kind of started reading a lot more and i want to make sure i keep that going right now um and then outside of that i want to complete my bullet feeder project and uh connect all the sensors i have to my press um pretty much i want to bring it one step shy of actually being automated so pretty much no motor but i want to build the build a circuit board give myself some alarms and lights and all the fun stuff so that uh i guess it'll warn me more if i'm screwing something up those are all very attainable, I think, for you too, Mike. Awesome. So, and this is the hard question sometimes, is uh, what are you going to do to achieve your goals for uh, this year coming up? Uh, mm-hmm. Josh, we'll go back to you again. Well, I think that's kind of what I mentioned already with the budgeting. I think that's what I really need to work on, is uh, making sure that I can uh, set aside money to, to do everything that I want to do. And uh, that's really, I think... My only plan right now is just not to let my nerves get in the way. Just uh, if I want to do something and I think it'll benefit me, just to do it. Dive in head first. Yeah, it can be really hard to get over the, those nerves sometimes. Yeah, especially when you've never, when you haven't tried it before and you're out of your comfort comfort zone, especially at a different club. I think that's what really gets me. I don't mind trying anything in my my home club, right? But as soon as you oh. go somewhere else, you just feel kind of weird about it. Yep, I I can understand that. Yeah, it's. It's a feeling you'll get used to, though, as you travel to other clubs. You'll start realizing that, you know, they're all really the same in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. Most of the people are just like me anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, how about you, Amanda? What are what are your uh, plans to achieve your goals this year? Well, the more immediate one with my purging, I started with my Christmas stuff. So uh, even though it's, like, chaotic right now because I have, like, piles of oh, Christmas here, there, I actually got a whole bunch done today. Uh, but I'm just tackling each box in my house and Josh actually gave me some extra boxes for packing, donating and selling off things that are of no use to me. So that's kind of my, my big thing. And then to stay organized, I hope to focus on a, like one room a week to make sure it doesn't get out of hand. So, you know, of course there's the daily chores and routines, but like one room every weekend, maybe that just goes, Oh yeah, this definitely needs a smaller tools to get to your goal right just yeah exactly off, quite off what you can chew yeah exactly so that's yep. the whole the whole point but it's just obviously i gotta tone down the chaos first and then maintain the chaos <laughs> so <laughs> uh let's see here uh so with the time for guns and archery i want to get outside to that outdoor range i have no excuse like I just got to set time for myself and do it and not let myself get uh, too wiped out. So, but that kind of ties into my, my physical health, I think as well. And I obviously have to be in the mood to go. So I just uh, need to make sure that I'm not uh, overwhelming my weekends to satisfy everybody else because that's what I end up doing. Oh, 
haven't seen this person in forever, so I better go see them. Obviously, you can't do that with COVID right now, but or at least, you know, doing online time or something like you, you feel like you need to do all these things. And I think I just need to say, no, I am doing this for myself and just go. And I need to start going by myself as much as I love going with company. Uh, you know, I do have like Josh is in my bubble typically when we are not in lockdown. So usually we'll go together and I, he's been great to prompt me to go this past year. Like, Hey, go to the bullseye, come with me. And uh, I find that's great, but I want to be able to probe myself. It's not anybody else's responsibility to uh, engage my hobbies. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, um, it, it can also be very relaxing to go to the range by yourself because then you'll yeah. never feel compelled to do what the other person wants to do. Right. If Josh wants yeah. to go to the rifle range and you're like, well, I kind of want to hang out with the pistols a little more. You don't feel compelled just to do it just to please him. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm pretty easy peasy that way, though. But yes, I agree. Although, there will be although what days. I want to do is usually the better thing to do. It told me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Yes, Josh. But uh, <laughs> um, so when it comes to more of my mental and physical health, I actually at the very end of this year I started seeing a chiropractor who has actually made some very big changes to my posture and agility already. So. Uh, being able to get more physically active will help with my mental wellness. So that's a, kind of a big goal for myself. I have more people to support me now during the pandemic again, um, but I can continue to work this time around. So even though work is a, a stressor, I noticed when I wasn't working, I was definitely a mess. So I'm really glad that I'll be able to continue working. I've got support to have people who are doing online learning with my kids. So it's been working out great that way. Um, work has been kind of a little crazy right now. There's a lot of buzzing in the background for a change, which means my responsibility and overall job description is likely going to be changing. So I need to make a few more credentials under my belt. And so hoping to start some online courses this spring. So fingers crossed. Are those like college courses or are those like, uh, what do you call them? Like credential courses? Credential courses. So, like, I'm mutually fund licensed, and uh, I need to update my life license. I have had it before, but I need to get it again. And just get uh, some compliance compliance courses under my belt. So, and it's just, it's um, usually with, like, life licenses, you need continuing education credits. So, you've got to, you know, take a couple hours out of your time. I think they require 30 credits every two years to go through and learn different aspects of the life insurance business, right? And how you can better help your clients. Usually you could just go sit through a meeting and that counts as a credit as well, but there are some actual courses you can take. So you can focus on, for example, separation and divorce, how to help financially assist your clients and things like that. So be something I'd like to dip into or learn about disability policies and how that could be a benefit and who to kind of pitch that to okay. because it obviously disability policies are not for everybody. So, yeah. you know, things like that. So who puts those on the colleges or I don't know, no. the, the board of insurance for insurance and investments, you would do the financial security uh, commissions of Ontario for the like the continuing education credits. Uh, when it comes to the life license, I go to there are a couple programs, but I go through the IFSC, and they they actually it's an actual certification, and then you have to insure yourself and have a sponsor. So luckily, I have a sponsor ready to go. I just have to go ahead and do the course again. I had it and then I let it go. And I need to do it again. So <laughs> got to get on it. Yeah. Well, that's good. It sounds like you have a, a good plan going forward to uh, make sure you achieve these goals. Totally. What yeah. about you, Mike? Uh, for health, uh, I'm going to try and start fasting again. I used to fast once or twice a week for whatever it is, 24, 48 hours. I just with uh, homeschooling and work and everything else, I just 
it got too overwhelming. And as Sarah would say, I apparently get angry when I fast. So uh, I got to get that back in line. <laughs> I, could, I was just going to say, I don't think I could do that. Oh, my goodness. I, so is, that, I, uh, is that a keto thing or? No, it's like, so fasting originally started for me as like a weight loss thing. Um, but I just got so comfortable in the habit of not eating at work that, so I sleep for, let's pretend I sleep for eight hours and then I work for eight hours. I automatically don't eat for 16 hours a day already. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of getting through that last eight hour window without eating pretty much. And before it wasn't so bad when Sarah was off with the kids because she could kind of watch the kids and, I don't know, I guess give me space, even though it's not really space I needed. It was just less <laughs> pressure on me, right? Cause that that drives you to want to eat, to like eat your, what do you say, eat your pain or whatever, or eat your stress. So yeah. <laughs> So it's more just about trying to be able to figure out better coping mechanisms so that I can get back into fasting again and do it successfully. Um, and then start working out again. Well, I say as soon as the gym opens, but like I said, my gym never reopened, you know, whatever when most gyms were opening up again in July. So I don't know how that's going to work. So uh, until then, just start getting out there and doing more walk, just trying to be a little bit more physically active. Um, that's great. Yeah, uh, for my shooting classification, I, I want to get back to dry firing. I, I definitely drop that. I drop that off every winter anyway, because it's kind of like my off season. I take a little break from it. Um, I don't want to get burnt out from dry firing, so I just got to get back into it again. Um, I'd like to be back doing it five times a week again if I can figure it out where to, to do it in there. Um, and then just take take more control and evaluate my live fire practice so I can make sure I'm focusing on specific skills that I need to train and not just going and shooting like one stage over and over again with a little evaluation or skill development planned where you're, you're almost just going and you're having fun, which is nothing wrong with that. But I want to go and actually try and develop my skills a little bit better. So that just takes a little bit more planning. Um, with reading, uh, I just need to find more books that interest me. Um, I don't know how. How do you guys pick out? I don't know how much you guys read. How much? How do you pick books outside of family or friend recommendations? Oh, I've kind of been your boat, Mike. I I, I haven't really read since high school. <laughs> <laughs> do they have Do they have Cole's notes for these shooting books? That would be handy. <laughs> um. I usually find an author that I like, and then I read everything that they write. So, for example, okay. I've got John Sanford does Murder Mysteries. Um, he does all the Prey series. Excellent. Um, who's the other one? One that says, um, but usually it's, it's a recommend, recommendation from, from a friend or a coworker saying, hey, try this novel. And if I like it, I'll try to read everything that that guy does. Okay. I, I never, I don't know why I never considered that, but I've never thought of that. Um, re- Go ahead, Amanda. Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, it depends. On, so are you looking for more books on guns or just anything in general? Is there any, any aspects that you want to focus on? I mean, I like reading about guns, but I'm open to reading anything that's going to keep me entertained. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. So more about personal development, though, right? I, I do enjoy reading about personal development. Personal development, okay. Um Usually I, I kind of scope through the top 10 books and I, p- I pick a topic and then I'll go and check out two or three sites, see what their top 10 listings are. Uh, yeah, that's that's normally what I do. And actually, I came across a lot of personal development books through my ex's business that he used to do. Uh, there was one, I can't remember what it was called, but it was all about habits and creating um, creating habits for everyday life and um, how you, when you go through the slope of, you know, losing your habits and you don't see the effect of it at first, but how it can put you in a downward, like landslide, whereas it's a slow build to get up to those habits. But then when you get on top, you see all the major differences. So, and he also gives a bunch of regular daily habits, um, to focus on. So I thought that was a really cool one. I focused on personality books because I like to know how to interact with other people because I'm obviously a very uh, flamboyant, uh, in-your-face kind of person. And 
I don't like the sound of silence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't like the sound of silence. And so when, when someone is silent, I think I've said or done something wrong. So I always feel like I need to talk more. And that's, I've learned that that's not always the case. So I like to focus on personal development, but I also do enjoy a good read. I like to look at like utopian style fantasy books. So, um, I think you and I are right down the same path for what kind of books. So if you have any good suggestions, send them my way. I will. Uh, But actually my (laughs) sister-in-law is a, she's got a master's and she's just done a crap ton of reading and she throws all sorts of stuff at me. So it's a lot of fun. I could definitely do that, but yeah, it's not always about what your friends read. Right. So you want to, you, you want to try and it's just the same as when I look at guns or anything I want to buy, I kind of look at what are the top 10 things that people are, are recommending. Yeah. I never even thought of looking that for a top 10 list. I I do that for TV shows and movies. I don't know why I never thought of doing it for books. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, And then my last one is just to to finish the bullet feeder. I I pretty much purchased all the parts already. I just need to, you know, not get hung up on the little details and just find the time to actually put stuff together and program it all, all up. And yeah, that's really just it. That's just time and effort really for that one. Mm, Totally. But time and effort, time and effort. Never have have enough of those. Yeah, two things I don't seem to have, yeah. So what do you think inspires you to give yourself the time? I don't think, I I don't know if I understand your question, sorry. Well, no, obviously the biggest hump is giving yourself the time, so. What makes you you get off your butt and do it? Yeah, exactly. I, I honestly don't know how to answer that question, like. <laughs> do, you, do you get upset? Do you get to a point where you you get so upset with yourself that you haven't done it that you're more angry when you do it, or do you wait until you're in a really good mood and then it's like, yeah, let's try this out? Sometimes, or, it, sometimes I, I I I understand the uh, you get so upset that you haven't gotten it done yet point. Um, usually for me, finding time just means waking up early on weekends. So because I work night shift, my sleep's all messed up, and I find it's as long as I get up, I get up at four in the morning often. If I get up at that time, nobody else is up. You know, as long as it's not a noisy job, I can usually just do it. And that's how I find the time. Fair enough. And you don't sit there and feel exhausted from having to change your schedule that way or because you've made it into a habit now. It's not a, a big deal. Uh, because I made it into a habit, it's not. it doesn't bother me as much. Because I will sleep in as long as I possibly can during the week oh. and on the weekends. No. I'll push I'll push myself to the last moment. I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, do I have to get out of bed? No. Oh, I could get away with brushing my teeth and brushing my hair and just getting the kids ready. So I, it depends I, I on the day. I didn't get up to 12 noon today. And I woke Terry up. Terry didn't, <laughs> I woke Terry up at 1.30. So, Terry, you got to get up. I slept I mean, in today. Till eight o'clock. Wow, that's late well, for you. <laughs> it is. I was up at six thirty, and I think that's just the internal clock. But yeah. Well, you saw I had my show notes in nice and early too. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. So events uh, range five nineteen is now built. Uh, we are awaiting licensing and expected to open in February twenty twenty one after the lockdown. Uh, we are now accepting membership applications by appointment, and we have a link here. So range 519, that's that bullseye. No, select shooting supplies. Dean and Tracy oh, open the range. Shooting. Yeah. Uh, where is that? It's probably near Cambridge. Cambridge. It is in Cambridge, yeah. So as everything's okay. done, they're just waiting for licensing and approval. Um, if, if you go on, like, the link's in the show notes. If you go on there, there's a variety of pricing structures. Um, you can, if you really want to shoot, you can get something that you can afford, but the 24 hour access is, is pricey. And they like the full, the top yeah. membership is like 2,500 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. My if gosh, you, that's expensive. But they do them. have a lot of different options in there though. Yeah. Right? Oh, there's a lot so. of different options you can, you can take something that's Monday to Friday during week hours. He's got about probably... I took a quick look. There has to be like 10 different tiers in there. So there, there's something for everybody. And it's going to be commercial as well. So they're going to have two ranges. I think the one member range, 
I'm going by my memory. I think it's only 17, 17 yards. And then a second one for rentals, like what we do at, uh, at my store. And that's only going to be 10 yards. So, but from the pictures I've seen, uh, it's a state of the art facility. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like there's like touchpad controls and everything like, mm-hmm. for the target returns and just crazy. Yeah. It looks like there's four different levels. I'm just on the website now. Hmm. Interesting. So also out in that area uh, towards London, Bullseye, as like Josh mentioned, is opening up a new range. Well, I don't have any details yet, but I know they, they've started construction, to understand. And uh, Rick's going to be, Rick Wood's going to be one of the instructors once it opens up, so that'll be great. So there's oh, you know, wow. two it's, more yeah. ranges out in the West End, and then we've got two out here now with Ganyans and East Hill. And hopefully, um, Firearms Outlet will be able to uh, track down a location to use, because... Fred put so much time and research into that. I really hope he can get a facility going. I feel like there's been a lot of indoor ranges opening up in the last two years or so. Isn't it great? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's great. I just didn't I didn't realize that there was such a market for it. Well, because well, everybody has there's, there's waiting lists everywhere. Like there was there was one range that we I can't remember the name, but we promoted it a couple of years ago. And it's out near Kelly, where Kelly lives. And it was going to all be private and everything else for courses and stuff. And they didn't get the people they needed. So now it's just, it's open for memberships. They're, they're making it some posh executive thing, and nobody wanted it. So now it's opened up to other members. So I know of at least five ranges that have opened up the last five years, which is great. But if you look at the if you look at the pricing too, like that's you know the market will bear that kind of money. Like that's that's even more surprising, right? I don't yeah. think I don't think so. I'm that that tier is pretty high because even with us and Ganyans, we're about the same price, and we're we're fourteen forty. We're like a thousand dollars cheaper for twenty four hour access. Uh, it looks like you can get twenty four hour access with the gold membership, which looks like an individual is a thousand and a family at thirteen hundred. Well, that's not bad. What's the one in there? I saw one for like twenty four hundred in there. Oh, that's the platinum one. I, I don't know exactly what the like. I'm just trying to scroll through here. What yeah. if there's any huge change besides you get a priority queue? I mean, I guess that's good. If you're paying twenty four hundred dollars, I hope you get first pick at a at a a bay. I guess they call it or yeah, we we yeah. have the same thing. Our park yeah. plans, but priority well, reserve lanes, free gun rentals, but it's yeah. Well, to anybody listening, we're only two hundred bucks, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Meanwhile, my club, like what two years ago, our, we we raised our prices and hold on, people, family membership, 180, 80 or 185 <laughs> bucks now. Like yeah. that's why when I see 2400, it's like, man, I I just can't imagine that. My Port Perry yeah. membership was 160 dollars and it never went up the whole time I was there. Yeah. It, it was 205 including but, the CCSA. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that it's very difficult to open up one of these indoor ranges to get them up to standards and how much it costs for the backdrop. But, I mean, you also think about if you were to try and open up a brand-new outdoor range, having to clear a piece of land, having enough land for your, your fall zone, building up berms, things like that, you know, it all adds up to just oh, as much, sure. too. Yeah. yeah. And outdoors, you have to be worried about people making noise complaints, things like that, whereas at least, I guess, indoors, you don't. You don't worry about that. I remember there was one a couple of years ago, the guy was trying to open up um, a mega range up towards Huntsville up in the uh, Halliburton Forest. And I remember he was getting all kinds of, I came across a couple of pages from all the anti-gunners and environmentalists going after him. So I don't know if he ever even opened up because uh, he got so much flack. They tried to open up near Coburg and the anti shut that one down. So Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it would, that's what I mean. I imagine it would be very hard these days, especially if you're going to go to you know your local township and all it takes is for one person to show up and say, I don't want there to be a range there. Even if they live on the other side of the township, you know, mm-hmm. your your range gets, you know, shut down just because of that. Whereas at least I imagine an established club, you know, it takes more than just one person complaining about it to actually get a, a, an existing club shut down. Right. Mm-hmm. But they do. Yeah. They get shut down. I know I've heard of a lot of ranges being shut down because they just rezone around them and noise bylaws, and they, you're gone. It's yeah. unfortunate. Like, I'm I'm still surprised where my club is because it's 
right outside of Smith Falls. And like they're the row you drive by a row of houses to get to the range. Like the range is really behind a row of houses. So I'm still surprised that range exists, but somehow it does and whatever, I'm happy for it. That's good. But I know where where we are. We get the odd complaint. But I mean I think it is the lady walked by she said her dog got PTSD from walking by our range. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the dog won't go outside now. I can't get him out to go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Bring him so up to the range. Yeah, we'll, she... we'll scare him some more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, she was new to the area, and she was walking. I guess she must live, like, got one of those country farms walking down the laneway. Yeah, and scared her dog. So... Yeah, she was. She wanted to know what the hours were, and I was like, "Well, you know, basically, yeah, dawn till dusk, <laughs> right? Yeah. Half an hour, dawn till dusk outside, and then yeah. indoors is till eleven. And I said, "But you shouldn't hear any like too much in the indoor." So, yeah, yeah that definitely. Usually, once or twice a year, we get a complaint, and usually, it's uh, shooting outside of our designated hours. And uh, like, I know we had. We had a problem one time, and but it, we actually had permission from the township to start shooting earlier and to shoot later on a very specific day because it was a charity shoot. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. But yeah, so that that was a miscommunication, and we talked about it. And we said in future events we should let all the nearby neighbors know, hey, we have permission from the township to extend our hours by an hour on either end. Yeah. Yeah. That's Not that idea. our shooting hours are extremely early in the morning to begin with, but. Yeah. No. Anyways, if you have any feedback, questions, or comments, you can send them to host at newshootercanada.ca, our Facebook page, or in the comment section on our website at newshootercanada.ca. Uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook and leave us a comment and rating on iTunes. Uh, also, we're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think we've really been posting much on Instagram just because none of us are actually doing any shooting. No, we meant actually we did went with the archery. We meant to take a couple, and we totally forgot our phones. <laughs> not not the worst thing to forget when you're outside. No, not at all. Anyways, also uh, listeners, if you were successful in 2020 New Year's resolution, let us know what you did and uh, like what helped you to succeed. And also let us know what your 2021 resolutions are. We'd love to hear them. Uh, anyone shout out, Thomas? Yes, shout out to George and Wanda. People don't know they got hitched last weekend. Only took them eight years. So, con- <laughs> so shout outs and congratulations. And George is like me. I, I bet you he won't even listen to the show. Wanda might, but I don't think George will. <laughs> did you uh, Did you guys watch the Facebook Live? Yeah, my neck got really sore having to bend down to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't hear a thing. <laughs> But it was no. good, still good touch. So, yeah. At least we know what happened. We 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 have evidence. Yes, they actually tied the knot. It's good. <laughs> Josh, how about you? Uh, well, to Doug Ford, I'd like to thank uh, him for keeping my kids at home to online re- learn with me. It's been it's been awesome, and that's uh, meant to be extremely sarcastic. <laughs> Just a barrel of joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about you, Amanda? Uh, so shout out to Dr. Pip. Uh, she's been a great help and she's, um, the chiropractor I was talking about and, uh, she's been wanting to work with me on physical, mental and emotional well-being. So she, uh, you know, she, uh, portrays that with her clients and you can tell it definitely shows. So even though my body's still adjusting, I can feel a big difference in my hip and my back. So uh, thank you very, very much. I I was told that my hip would basically be messed up for life. So, And she's like, oh, no, we should be able to do this. I was like, okay. And within the first adjustment, I could feel my hip drop dramatically. So I was super excited about that and hoping it continues. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my shout out is to my lovely wife. Uh, we just had our eighth anniversary. So, uh Happy anniversary to Sarah. She liked her bronze gift? Uh, she hasn't gotten it yet. I should say Amazon hasn't delivered it yet. Oh, no. So she doesn't yeah. know what it is. No, she does not know what it is. 
And have you? Did you get yours? No, I haven't. I think we're gonna do it tomorrow. Oh. We just got our kid just went off to Grandma and Grandpa's, so oh. didn't have a chance to do it yet. Well, happy anniversary! Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Awesome. Hey, anyway, Thomas, you want to take us on out of here? Okay, next week, keep your barrels down range and smoking. Time spent at the range, time spent with family. Choose your caliber wisely. Damn it, all every time. <laughs> Go ahead and shoot like a girl. <laughs> we need a standardized order, I think. <laughs> no, I kind of like the giggle at the end. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <Bye>. Good night. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback you may have, or if you just want to call shenanigans. You can contact us at host at newshootercanada.ca or through our Facebook page. I like guns.